dire che nel no. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the show. Uh, recently, I've been, I purchased a new bug out bag, the bag itself. And I just did a video over on YouTube a few days ago. Uh, I, I basically took everything out of my old bag, and, and I have a couple other things. And I basically went, did a whole video on what's going to stay, what's going to go, what is going to make the cut. And I went over all the stuff and my plans for this bag uh, not necessarily a bug out bag not necessarily a get home bag uh, at any rate i'm not going to go into too much detail because i explained that uh, in this podcast but i did want to say before we get into that that this usually i try to do these live videos that i do over on youtube uh to uh, in a way that they can also be uh, audio podcast and while i try to do the same thing this time this is a little bit more visual so if you do want to you know see what i was talking about or have a look at the different gear the different supplies i'm going to embed this video uh, in the show notes over at survivalistprepper.net or you can go to the youtube channel and make sure you subscribe while you're there but you can go to the YouTube channel and watch it over there if you like. That way you can... I tried to do a, a pretty good job of explaining everything, but some of the stuff, like I said, this is uh, a little bit more visual. Uh, but at any rate, I explained a lot of this stuff in the actual show, uh, so I'm not going to go to a, into a whole lot of detail here. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into that video where I talk about the different supplies in my bug out bag and what uh, is going to stay and what's going to go and my rationalization for some of this stuff. If Armageddon came today, would you be ready? Forget about that 401k. You better be able to survive doomsday. Let's go. We're bugging out. All right. Hey there, everyone. Uh, tonight, what I wanted to do is go through what I was doing was going through my I recently bought a new bug out bag for those of you that listen to our YouTube channel over at the Survival Preppers. Uh, and I, I bought a new bag and I'm going through all this stuff. So I figured tonight... Um, as I've got all of this stuff sort of taken out that I would uh, do a video and kind of go through the things that, that I'm thinking about keeping, the things that are absolutely going to stay in it, uh, and the things that, that, like I said in the title of the show, may not make the cut. Uh, so I figured it would be kind of cool. I could sit by here and do it myself, but I figured it'd be kind of cool to just jump on live, uh, set this stuff right up here on the side, uh, and do a, a video. So what I'll be doing is I'll try to pay attention to the comments tonight. Um, I, I'm going to be looking to the side a lot and, and not at the main screen. So if I, if I see your comment, uh, we'll mention it. So if anybody's got any ideas or any thoughts on this, this is not my whole setup right here. This is you know kind of the stuff that I could fit on the table, the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Uh, and, but like I said, this is not everything that's going in the bag. And some of this stuff is actually uh, may not make the cut, like I like I said earlier as well. So it just depends. Uh, before we get into all of this stuff, though, and going through some of this stuff, uh, I wanted to explain what my whole thought process was for this. Uh, I had a, a bug out bag, which is a pretty good bug out bag. I'll show you here. Uh, it was a bag that I got from. Uh, members of the Apocalypse Facebook group about five, six years ago. And it's a Yukon Outfitters pack. Uh, sorry, we're trying to read the comments and talk at the same time. I'm a guy, so this whole multitasking thing doesn't work too well for me. 
Uh, but at any rate, the, the pack, it's a nice pack, but it is not that really durable. It's not military grade. Uh, it's got all the bells and whistles and all the stuff that you might want from it. Uh, but it just, I wanted something better. This pack, uh, will probably end up going, uh, to Lisa. I'll end up having her use this pack, uh, because it is a good pack. Uh, it just, you know, I wanted something a little bit better, which is why I chose this, uh, Amp 72. Uh, it's a 40 liter backpack. Uh, and it's just, it, it's, it's got that, it, I didn't want something that looked overtly tactical. And this was something that was right in that, that, uh, you know, size that I wanted and something that didn't look like, you know, I was trying to be that, that tactical kind of dude, something that I could take, uh, every day around, uh, and nobody would really give it a second look. But if I needed to, it's got all the functionality I would need in a bug out bag. So this bag, although it's a little bit more expensive than I wanted to initially spend, I think it's a really good investment. Uh, and there's, you know, all, all sorts of different kinds, but this one, uh, just has a whole lot of different, different things that I can do with it. And a lot of, a lot of cool functionality. Uh, let me show you this over here. If I can pull this up, uh, this is the bag and, uh, it's hard to fit on the screen. That's why I pulled up the website, but just a really nice bag. It's military grade. It's, it's really good quality. And what the plans are is to put all of this other stuff, all the stuff on the table inside this bag. Now I had mentioned on the, the survival prepper show the other day, Brian was kind of giving me a hard time and I had mentioned how this is not a, a go or a, a bug out bag per se. I want to use it for more than just a bug out bag. It's not necessarily just a get home bag. It's, it's, I want it to be more than that. I want something that I'm going to use uh, on a daily basis. Something that, you know, like with my bug out bag, it, I'm kind of um, selling myself out here, but uh, with my bug out bag, it tended to either, you know, after a while, it either got left in the house or it got left in the truck. I don't like leaving it in the truck because people are jerks. Uh, people are, uh, you know, just <laughs> some people are just no good. So I didn't like leaving it in the truck. But after a while, you if you don't, you know, if it doesn't have that urgency, it stays at home or it stays in the truck. Some of the stuff in it doesn't get rotated like it should. So my whole point is to get to make build something that I can use in all sorts of different situations, because honestly, bugging out is probably one of the least likely situations that as preppers we're likely to face uh, because it would have to get completely dire. Now, I do think there is a difference between a, you know, okay, let me, let me explain it this way. A get home bag and a bug out bag are almost the same, same thing to me, uh, other than the amount of time uh, that you're preparing for a get home bag. You're looking at one or two days, uh, but it's got some of most of the same type of stuff in it. Whereas a bug out bag is just a little bit bigger version of that. Now, when you're talking about an inch bag, uh, I, and I am never coming home bag, completely different story. Uh, uh, Miss Ring River was saying I would get rid of those Sawyer squeeze bags, uh, and I'm I'm gonna explain my my thought process on that to Miss Ring the River. So hang in there. Uh, I, I'm I'm not quite sure what I'm gonna do with that yet, but uh, now I'm distracted. I forgot what I was talking about. Oh yeah, a bug out bag is different than an inch bag, but I think it's the same thing. It, it can serve the same purpose as an everyday carry, as a bug out bag, as a as a get home bag. 
all three, as long as, um, you know, I'm not, what I want to do is make sure this is no, I want to, I'm aiming for that 20 pound size. I don't want to do anything that's a lot more than that. I don't want to do anything that's less than that. Uh, we'll see once I put all this stuff together, uh, how that goes. But uh, that is my, that's my goal because I want to be able to use it on a daily basis. Now, if I can't fit all the stuff that I think I need to in a bug out bag, then it's probably going to go over that 20 pounds. Uh, you guys in the chat, I am wondering, I, I know Miss Rating the River probably knows, but what is the weight on yours uh, or, or anybody else in the chat? Uh, you know, roundabout figure, what weight uh, do you like uh, for a bug out bag, not necessarily a get home bag for a bug out bag or both if you want. Uh, but at any rate, that's that's kind of my whole thought process on this. I wanted something that I would use on a daily basis. I wanted something that was going to have all the stuff that I would need in those more likely situations. A get home situation may be more like is more likely than a bug out situation because there's a lot of things that could happen while I'm away from the house that would cause an EMP, you know, maybe a car accident, something that would cause me to have to hoof it back home. Um, so that would be more likely, I think, than a bug out situation. A bug out situation means that I'm leaving everything that I have here and I'm my livelihood is in a bag. Now, if it is some sort of natural disaster, if you're in an urban area, I think a bug out bag, probably one of your, your biggest issues, your, one of the most important things you should have. If you are in an area where there are, uh, you know, hurricanes and earthquakes and stuff like that likely, then maybe that would be a bigger priority than it is out here in Colorado. We have snowstorms. Uh, we have I have tornadoes every once in a while out here where I live, uh, but I don't have those hurricanes. Um, we have raining and stuff like that. So for me to actually have to leave my house for any amount of time uh, is I'm not saying it's impossible. We never say impossible in the preparedness community, but it is unlikely uh, that I would have to do something like that. So, uh, Mystering the River said, uh, my 40 pounds is my core bag weight, uh, and it's an all-purpose bag. Yeah. Uh, and another thing with that, I am going to, as I once I put this together, I get the weight and all that, I am actually going to go out and test it and, uh, you know, wear this thing uh, hiking for a couple miles, a few miles, and see what how that affects me and you know that physical conditioning also plays a role in this stuff as well so uh with that uh let me go through some of this stuff that i've got here uh on the table and kind of give you my thoughts on whether it's going to stay or whether it's going to go now i suppose what i'll do is i'll start with this sawyer mini that uh mr Eden river was talking about and one thing that I'm debating back and forth, and I want to show you what this little kit is and why I um, am hesitant to get rid of this right now. But let me see if I can put this on. I do like these Grail filters. Uh, these Grail, it's an ultra press filter. It's 17 ounces. And basically what this is, if they have a picture, yeah. Uh, what this is is basically it's this inner tube that goes inside this outer sleeve and you just push it down and it filters water and fills that inner tube up. So it's a, it's a pretty cool filter. It's a little bit expensive, but uh, I've heard some fantastic things about that filter. Uh, that is an option, especially since with this, uh, this bag right here, it's got these side pockets that you can put uh, a Nalgene bottle and I've got my stainless steel Nalgene bottle, but it's got the side pockets. You could put one of those in there. So, uh, that is 
my my thought process on that. Now, the reason uh, I'm hesitant to get rid of this Sawyer Mini is because the way I've got it set up in this whole little pack here, I've got the Sawyer Mini, and I've got an extra platypus bag. So what I can do, instead of filling this bag up and having it be dirty water and then getting a two-liter bottle on the end, uh, I've got this platypus bag and this hose. So I can use this platypus, I can use this Sawyer Mini bag as the dirty bag. And then I can push and I can use this platypus bag as the clean bag. So basically it's, um, I don't know what happened to the damn, oh, it's in my hand. <laughs> uh, basically I can push water through the Sawyer Mini, fill up this bag. This is, I, I think it's a liter uh, two liters. This is a two liter bag rather than the 16 ounces right here. So I can gather more water with this. But, you know, so I, you know, it's just the how much do you trust these types of filters and all that. Sawyer, I think, are pretty good products. But uh, I'm curious, misreading the river, what, uh, what do you have? Uh, hey, Titan, how you doing? Eric, how you doing? Uh, just curious, Miss Reading the River. I, sh I should have you on the show. You can, <laughs> we just do a show together, Miss Reading the River. Uh, but that's my thought process on this. So, I, uh, Miss Reading the River said, okay, but you can't fill those bags underwater. They'll collapse. You need to be smart. need a smart water bottle that holds its shape. True. Very true. Um, so that's, the, I'm, this is going to be a complete mess by the time I'm done with all this stuff. Uh, so that's my thoughts on the, the whole water filter thing. Uh, I don't, uh, right now, uh, I just spent all this money on this bag, and I don't have the cash for that grail. I do have uh, other water filters that will, this is a high country water filter. Uh, I do have other water filters that uh, will get more stuff out. They're just not bug out bag portable like this one. I have... Uh, a, a larger, I've got the, a, another Sawyer that will filter out uh, a lot more stuff, uh, the heavy metals and stuff like that. I also have a jerry can water filter, which is basically like a portable uh, Berkey water filter. But that is not something that would go in my bug out bag. That would be something that went in my truck. So at any rate, that's the water filter aspect, the, the water purification aspect of all this. And as I was going through this, I forgot to mention this right here. Uh, as I was going through all this, I'm trying to incorporate, and I think Dave Canterbury came up with the the five C's, and I'm sure um, he's responsible for the ten C's too. But um, this is what I'm trying to incorporate into the the bug out bag as I set this up. So the ten C's: the cutting tool, combustion device, cover, shelter, container, cordage, candling, which basically is light. Uh, cotton material, cargo tape, which is basically duct tape, a compass, and a canvas needle. Uh, so I tried to incorporate all of those in this bag. I don't have the canvas needle on here, uh, and that is one of the reasons why I decided to upgrade the bag, too, is because of the, the durability and all of that. So uh, let me throw this to the side so I, don't, so I can keep track of everything. I'll clean up this mess later. Uh, the next is, I, I'll just grab something and we'll talk about it. Actually, what I want to talk about is this that I'm not real sure about yet. And this is a hammock. And 
my whole life uh, I've been, I, we've used hammocks whenever we go camping and stuff like that. So I'm really probably going to put this in uh, my bug out bag because I don't want to, I don't like bugs and snakes and all that crap. I don't like sleeping on the ground. So uh, as long as I have trees, uh, this hammock, I've got a couple really strong carabiners in here that are hooked up to it uh, and it works really well. Something that I can keep off the ground. It's got a net over the top. I don't have the the length of this to show you, and I'm not um, going to pull this out because it's just a hammock. Uh, but it does have the net over top of you, so it keeps those bugs and all that stuff off you. You can stay off the ground. Uh, if I did, if say I was in a place that I I didn't, there aren't any trees because where I plan, uh, where I plan to. If something happens, the direction I would have to go, it sort of starts to get pretty sparse and far and few between as far as trees are concerned. So uh, there may be times when I would have to actually lay this on the ground and I would have to figure out, and this is something I'm going to do, is figure out a method uh, to actually put this on the ground. And that's kind of where this this little life bivy comes in. Uh, If I did need to use, I mean, granted, this is not... This is not one of your more expensive bivvies. This is a basically a one-time use emergency bivy. Uh, you could probably get away with it for a couple times as long as uh, you didn't ruin it or anything. But this would retain your body heat, and it's got the the inside is uh, reflective material. Uh, and but this could also be used if I had to put this on the ground, this this hammock on the ground, and figure out a way to basically make it a tent. This could also be used as a bedding because it's basically a uh, you put yourself in this like a burrito. So you could also throw leaves, grass, whatever, and make some sort of bedding to keep yourself off the ground uh, without so you're not sucking up all that that cold from the ground. Uh, so you, I could use these two together and make some sort of tent, some sort of shelter thing. Um, let me see about the uh, Titan preparedness. Uh, are you going to be seeing ruck march with the bag uh, when you detail it when it's dialed in? Uh, possibly, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I'd have to get Lisa to uh, to film me walking around with it and all that stuff. But uh, uh, I, I will be – there's definitely going to be a few more videos coming with all of this stuff because I do want to fill it out. I do want to go through some of the things that aren't on here uh, and, you know, kind of give more detailed stuff. And I'm going to uh, do a detailed review on the bag as well. So anyway, that's my my thought process on the shelter aspect of it. I could get one of the more expensive bivvies, but again, uh, I've just I'm really comfortable with a hammock, and I don't like being on the ground. I don't like even though a tent is closed off, um, and you don't have all the you know snakes can't get in and stuff like that. I'd just rather be off the ground. Uh, and, and sleeping, it, it's also more comfortable than sleeping straight on the ground. And I don't plan on carrying a, a sleeping mat with me. Uh, that's kind of the purpose of this thing, uh, unless it's real cold and it's, you know, it's a shelter thing too. So it's one of those dual purpose type items that is, that is probably going to make it in there. Plus they just have kind of a cool logo. Uh, at any rate, that is that part of it. Let me pull this stuff off, get a little bit more room. Um, now this goal zero, uh, I need, I've got a, a few different things that I'm going to need to be able to charge, uh, my ham radio for one, uh, a, a couple other things, flashlights, stuff like that, cell phone, uh, you're going to want stuff like that to be able to charge. So this goal zero, I got a while back and it's only 3.5 Watts. 
Uh, I do have a couple other solar panels that are uh, 20 watts that are uh, uh, about three times as big as this right here. But what I like about this is basically you can strap it straight onto the back of your pack. And this battery in the back, which I believe is only 2,000 milliamp hours, and you can also plug this battery straight in to your computer and charge it that way before uh, something happens. But you can plug this back, you can plug this in back here, uh, <laughs> losing cords. You can plug it in back here and then just have this on your pack during the day, recharging, put it on the back of your pack and it'll recharge the entire day. Uh, and I've tested this and I believe you can get about three quarters of a charge in full sun with this um, little little 3.5 watt solar panel set up uh, with this battery. So not a lot of juice, but if you're looking, you know, if you're just looking to make sure your phone is a little bit more charged, you're looking to, uh, I do have an external battery pack on this little ham radio. Uh, and I also have the antenna here uh, that I don't have hooked up because I keep these uh, it's easier to fit it in the bag when they're not connected. Uh, but I do have the the longer battery pack uh, that actually takes six double A's, I believe, uh, that if you get the Eneloop batteries, which are the rechargeable ones, um, you could use something like this and a little portable charger, which I don't have here, uh, to charge. You can take the battery juice that you gained um, from charging this all day, and you can plug this into a little external charger and charge a couple AA batteries. So that would work for uh, flashlights, which you didn't have on screen here, uh, or the ham radio. Those are the two main things. Uh, other than that, this would be used for cell phone or, or something like that. So uh, that's just something that I like to have, that extra battery power. Uh, I will probably... Uh, because this is only 2,000 amp hours and there's a lot of things these days, this is about five, six years old. Uh, there's a lot of things these days that with the Life PO4 batteries uh, where you can gain a lot more power than what's in this. So with the size of this pocket, I could probably fit something in here that would give me a little bit more energy than just that. But again, this solar panel is only going to put out so many watts and you're only going to get so much energy per day. Uh, so anyway, that's that. Uh, my little power option. A uh, couple flashlights, nothing too big. Uh, I'm not sure which one of these I'm going to use yet. Uh, probably this one because it puts off a little bit more light. Uh, Stealth Survivalist said, what's the total weight? Uh, I, I mentioned that a little bit earlier. What I want to do, uh, I haven't gotten the total weight yet, but what I want to do, my goal is uh, about 20 pounds. Uh, that is what I'm trying to do with this. And just looking at this stuff, it may be a little bit more than that. Because, uh, oh, Connie, no, I, I, uh, Misreading the River was talking about his bag is 40 pounds. So it, this may end up being 25, 30 pounds. I just don't know. But my goal at this point is 20 pounds. And we'll see uh, in, in future videos, we'll see how that actually goes. Uh, but at any, any rate, with the flashlights, these little Crees are nice, cheap little flashlights. Uh, I, I, I think on Amazon you can get them for just a couple bucks. But I wanted something that's a little bit more durable. So something like this and something that's a little bit brighter uh, and something that strobes uh, is something that I will probably have in the bag. So not the biggest thing in the world. And there's, there's a lot of different flashlights, a lot of better flashlights than this. Um, 
Yeah, misreading the river said minus 40. He wants 20. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe that's a pipe dream. I mean, I don't know. I, I what? It, I'm not going to sacrifice stuff that I need just for weight. So, uh, so to keep that in mind. Uh, so if it does turn out being 30, 40 pounds, then maybe that's what it has to be. But uh, also I've got, and I forgot to get um, put in this shot. I've got this Titan paracord. I don't have this whole roll in there. I just put this up here to show you what I was talking about. This Titan paracord is pretty good stuff. Uh, it's got jute twine in there. It's got your paracord strands. It's got some uh, fishing line. And I know this is really hard to see in this, this shot, uh, but you'll just have to trust me. Uh, it's got some a fire cord in there, uh, and it's got a metal uh, a metal wire you could use for traps, uh, uh, although it's not real big. So anything substantial would, you know, I don't know how well that would work. But this stuff is great, and I have this stuff all over the place. I keep 100 feet of paracord, or, or between 50 and 100 feet is what I want to put in here. Uh, but with this stuff, I want to put about 20 feet of this Titan stuff because it really is just good stuff. Also with this, I have bank line, uh, which I don't have in this shot. Uh, Mr. Reading Rever said, oh, 20 is totally doable. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, and then Titan preparedness, uh, 20 is tough goal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see. That's what I said. Uh, we'll see. But I also have bank line that I don't have with all of this stuff right here because bank line is a whole lot better when you're trying to tie knots, uh, then using paracord. Paracord's it's just, it's kind of slippery. Uh, and this Titan paracord is even more rigid, so it's even harder to do that stuff. Uh, this Titan paracord is pretty cool for, if you want to get, it's more expensive than regular paracord, but if you want to, I use it for zipper pulls. Uh, I use it for shoelaces in my hiking boots, uh, just to have that extra, uh, extra cordage when you need it. Let me move these things out of the way. So, hey, Brian's here. What's up, Brian? Mine for survival. Uh, at any rate, that is, I, I do like this Titan paracord, and I've got about 200 feet of this stuff that just because it's just really cool, and I really like this stuff. But again, I'm more leaning on the paracord uh, and the bank line as my, my cordage option for all this stuff. This stuff is just good to have just in case. So this little radio right here, I don't know if this is going to make it into the bag or not. This is a cool little radio, uh, and it, it's a weather radio. It's a crank charge radio, so that would be convenient as well, although I do have this option. Uh, but I suppose if it was if it was overcast or something and I wasn't able to charge anything, this would work. Uh, it gives me the, the weather radio. It's got a... A light on here it's not charged at the moment because it's been uh, in my bag and not been checked for over six months uh, you do have the option back here to charge this with USB uh, or the crank or this little solar panel that uh, honestly probably sucks uh, just like all of these little solar devices that uh, you know it, it's it's all gimmicky stuff it, it may if you set this in the Sun all day long uh, it may give you a little bit of juice, but nothing substantial. And on top of that, even though this is pretty durable, it feels pretty durable, you probably don't want these sitting directly in the sun for long periods of time and all that as well. So uh, this is something that I may or I may not. I do have the ham radio like I talked about, so I do have access to those channels as well. Uh, but 
this is just something it's almost something that I just don't know if it's necessary. And, you know, a few ounces, I don't know how much this weighs. I, if I had to guess, I'd probably guess 10, 10 ounces, eight ounces, somewhere in there. Uh, something that I think may, may not make the cut basically. So, uh, that's that got the flashlights. Uh, this trauma kit is definitely making the cut. And this is something I went over the other day with Brian. I am going to go through this and change some stuff out. Uh, because there's some stuff that's expired in here. There's some stuff. I want to get a better pair of scissors. Uh, I just need to make sure this is good to go. I talked about this cat tourniquet on the back, which is a little bit old. It, it hasn't been used or anything, but it's a little bit old. So I want to upgrade that. Uh, because like Brian was saying in that show, something that's life-saving like that, you don't want to skimp on. Something that you 100% absolutely need to work when you need it to work. You don't want to skip on. Uh, so with my with that, I will probably have two of these. One on this kit somewhere right here and one outside the bag, quickly accessible. I'll also have this outside the bag as well uh, because there's a, an option to attach this, that hex grid. Um, let me show you here. That hex grid system on the front of, let me find it here, on the front of these bags, uh, you can actually run this, run these through it and, and connect them to it. You also have the option, and they have a few different pouches uh, with this too. You also have the option, let me get back to this, of taking this whole thing off and use this Velcro to attach packs to it. Uh, so you can take this little hex grid pattern off, or you can take it and see if I can open this. You can attach it on the inside of this bag right here and use that to attach things here a little bit more organization. Uh, it's got pockets. This thing's got pockets everywhere. It's fantastic. It's even got, um, you know, a couple little secret pockets that uh, people wouldn't really think about. Uh, these days, I know there's a few bags that have these pockets as well, but down here on your, your waist straps, you've got little pockets. I put, I'm going to put... Uh, the sewing kit in there, the backpack sewing kit, the needle and, and the thread for the pack in case one of the straps breaks. This is so durable, I highly doubt it. Uh, but uh, it's better to have it than not have it. So at any rate, uh, that's that. This is something that is probably, it, it's most definitely going to go in um, my bag. This is a super heavy duty rain poncho and i forget what brand this is and i'm not going to open this up because then i'll have to um, put it back together and i just did it the other day uh, i forget what brand it is but this is and it's survivalist prepper colors too uh, but this is really heavy duty and this is big enough that it can go over my bag if i need to uh, if it's raining or something like that so i can wear this it's going to cover me it's going to cover the bag uh, and it's also shelter uh, like I mentioned before, with the with the bivy and the and the the uh, the hammock and all that stuff. So, uh, just a, this is something that absolutely is going to come. I've thought about a tarp, and I just don't know if because I have the the bivy, because I have the the hammock, and because I have this, I'm just not sure uh, that I want to waste room in the with a tarp. I'm also uh, not sure I want to waste uh, room with the bedroll. Like I said, with the bivy, I think I mentioned that earlier. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> Misery in the River said, if you have Molly, you have to use it. It's a rule. Yeah. And that's kind of one thing that I'm going, uh, that's one thing I'm trying to go against because if I don't want one of those bags that weighs uh, 75 pounds and has got everything except for the kitchen sink in it. Uh, and as preppers, we, we tend to overdo stuff like that all the time. So I'm trying to minimize all of that stuff. So uh, without the Molly and with just these, uh, with the, you know, there's a lot I can do with it. But it, at its basic level, there's, it kind of restricts me, I suppose. So that 20, 30 pound um, weight area is, is, you know, I think feasible. We'll see. Like uh, Titan said, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, at any rate, let's move on. Uh, my fire starting stuff. I've got a few different things. Uh, I've got this char cloth kit that uh, is absolutely going to go in it. Uh, I've got some cotton swabs in here. I've got some uh, matches in there, all, all or weatherproof matches, super strong matches. Uh, char cloth, I, I think most people watching this video understand how char cloth works. You get a piece of, and I don't have a piece of cotton in here. Uh, I need to put something in here. Uh, but you get a piece of fabric or something. You can put it in here. You can put this on the fire, uh, and it chars that cloth to where if you need it to light, uh, it's it's really flammable at that point because you burned everything else off. Uh, Titan said, I, "I've said I've done it. Uh, sorry, my eyes. Like it's hard to read this stuff. I'll say I've done that seventy-five pounds before. Not fun. Five miles into a ruck. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, not me." <laughs> Uh, anyway, a, a char cloth kit. It's always good to have. Uh, but with that, I also have in this little waterproof bag right here, uh, I've got my main fire starting stuff along with the this large ferro rod. And I'm not sure about the mag bar yet. I know mag bar makes it really easy to uh, get a, to catch a spark, but I'm not sure that I actually need this uh, in the kit as long as I've got this because... In this little kit right here, and this is a waterproof pouch, I've got a bunch of these pouches. They're called Lock Sack, L-O-C, Lock Sack, a bunch of different sizes. Uh, this first aid kit thing I'm going to go over in a minute is, is a Lock Sack, so it's waterproof. Uh, but in here, I've got uh, a bunch of different uh, things to help me get a fire started. The couple of the main things is this wet fire, and these ugly sticks is what they're called, uh, a prepper... Uh, a buddy of mine sells these, and he, I think he sells them on eBay. Uh, but they're called Ugly Sticks. And basically, it's just jute, jute twine and wax. So you can, you know, fuzz that up a little bit right there. I don't know if it's going to focus or not. Uh, but you can fuzz that up right there and, and light that kind of like a, light, uh, a match or a candle. Uh, and you can get that fire to light real quick. This wet fire stuff uh, is basically, it's real kind of chalky. Uh, I'm not going to open one of these up. Maybe I'll do it in a later video, but it catches a spark really easy. So that really easy stuff uh, is what I want first. And then a Bic lighter is going to be my go-to before I go to any of this other stuff. So uh, Stealth Survival said, how many days bug out bag? Uh, this is going to be a three-day bag. I hope it, I, like I said, I, I I don't think it will ever come to that. Uh, that's why I want to make this a get-home bag as well, a, an, an all-purpose bag. Somebody on, <laughs> Brian and I were talking about this last week a little bit, and somebody had put a comment, Brian had called me nuts for one reason or another. Uh, and then we had mentioned how you call, <laughs> call it a nuts, nut bag. And somebody had put a comment on the on the video 
uh, that talked about how it's a neutral tactical. Uh, uh, I, I forget what it, what it exactly it was. You'll have to go over to the survival preppers and look at it. But I don't think I'm going to be calling this my nutsack. I'm just saying. That's, that's as far as I'm going to go into all that. But I don't think that's what I'm going to be calling it. But I, I, I don't want to necessarily call it a bug out bag. I don't necessarily want to call it a get home bag. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a neutral, all-encompassing type thing. So uh, it is going to be for three days, though. That That is my uh, what I'm setting it up for. So regardless whether it's a get home situation or a bug out situation, a get home situation, it may be overkill. But a bug out situation, it's it's I've got to have it be at least for three days. Uh, so... That's the, the fire starting kit. And also I've got in here uh, more weatherproof matches. Um, not quite as, as good. Uh, they don't have the, the, the tips like the other matches do. But still good to have uh, a bunch of different stuff. So that's my fire starting kit right there. Um, let me see if I can put all this stuff back. Uh, I'll just move it to the side for now so we don't... I, don't, I can do clean up later um so let me see any comments no not not yet okay all right so moving on i've got my silky gomboy right here which is fantastic this is one uh mystery in the river said mountain knife upside down a shoulder strap saw hold the saw uh and oh you just being a smart ass <laughs> i thought it was a uh, uh, anyway, uh, I'll go back to this, uh, this gomboy right here. I'm not, I, this is one that I want to put in there that I probably will put in there, but I'm just not sure about yet. It does. It is pretty weighty. I'm not sure exactly what the weight is, uh, but it is fantastic. And I've done reviews on these folding saws in the past. This one I haven't used and I'm not going to use unless I need it. I've got a, an SOG out in the garage. Uh, that we use around the yard. I've tried those Ozark Trail uh, Walmart folding saws, and yes, they work, but in a video comparison I did a while back, uh, this one is like three times faster at sawing through stuff than one of those Ozark Trails. This one is faster than the SOG, but they're they're somewhat comparable. So just make sure if you're if you're using one of these folding saws, um, you know, know what you're in for. You you can use one of those Ozark Trail Walmart ones. They'll work. Uh, not very well, though. Uh, but I, I do love this. I love these silkies, and I love this saw, so it's probably going to go in. Makes things really easy. Uh, in a bug-out situation where I would be most likely going, I don't know how necessary this would be, but you never know. So uh, that's why it's probably going to go in there. It's flat. It's easy to... Uh, it, it would it would find a home pretty easily, I suppose. Uh, it does weigh a little bit, but I think it's one of those things that just because it weighs uh, what it does, it's not something I want to uh, take out of there. Uh, anyway, that's that. Then I've got my folding knife, which is base or not my folding knife, my fixed blade knife, which is basically it's not going to go. If I'm in a bug out situation, this is not on the bag, so I'm not going to count this in the weight. Uh, for the bag itself. This is, I, I don't know, a few pounds. But this is a Rat 5, and this is, uh, it. it's it's my favorite knife. And Rat 5 is made by Ontario Knife Company, and they are, uh, and I've used this a little. I try not to use it anymore uh, unless I absolutely need to. But uh, Rat 5 is made by Ontario Knife Company, and they used to be part of Essie. 
and split off. That's why this looks a whole lot like an SE knife, and uh, it, it's just a, a, a fantastic knife. I really like it. Uh, the perfect size, the, the, it's 1080, 1085 carbon, I, I believe, the steel. Um, so really cool knife. Uh, but like I said, this is, and I, I will be hanging this upside down on my, <laughs> on my, on my leg or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but this is definitely anywhere I go, but get home bug out. It's, it'll sit on my bag while, uh, uh, sorry, trying to read comments here. Uh, it'll sit on my bag while I'm not in a quote unquote bug out or bug in situation. But the second that happens, uh, this goes on my hip, and it's not part of the, the actual bag itself. Uh, and I've got a compass. Uh, the base plate compass, it, you know, the, the, your normal regular compass will probably do uh, okay. But if you really want to get precise, and I've got, um, I've got a, a, this pouch that I have maps in right here, which is also waterproof. Uh, and I don't have, uh, I, I can't actually find the topographic maps that I have. Uh, that uh, I think are, are of my area. This is a full map of Colorado, but I think it's important to have those topographic maps of your area. Uh, one place that the, the place that I get these from is called My Topo, and you can basically type in your address or wherever it is you think you might be heading in a bug out situation and get maps of that area. Uh, which is fantastic for like 20 bucks or, or something like that. You can get real defined maps of the area that you may be going into. Uh, and if you don't know how to read a topographic map, I think that's something you absolutely should learn how to do and have those. Because while these maps are, are great, there's a whole lot of stuff on them and they're not very, um, they're not very detailed at all. So it'll give you a general idea, just like a, a regular compass. Uh, but you want those topographic maps if you uh, if you can, which is where this base plate compass comes in because this allows you to get your declination. It allows you, it's a lot easier to use one of these, even though it confuses people when they first put it on a map because they don't know how come this wheel spins and you can change the way north is and, and all that. But they're really easy to use once you learn how to use them. Uh, and you can get really precise readings with these. So um, I highly suggest, this is a Sun 2, I don't know what, what, uh, number this is, but it's a Sun 2 uh, base plate compass, which is a fantastic little compass. Let me put these rubber bands on here, and then we'll move on. Uh, check the comments. <laughs> Brian, I'm going to your house. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling you have a few more toys than I have here, so I'll just put it that way. Uh, anyway, this little Maxpedition kit, we talked about this the other day on the... the I think it was the after show, the bugoutlocation.com after show. And in this little kit, uh, I've got a whole bunch of different stuff. I might, this usually sits in my, the console of my truck. It has for the last three years. But I may actually put this in the bug out bag because it's got a lot of, and I'm going to go through this as well. Uh, it's got a lot of stuff in here. It's got this roll of duct tape. It's got a few first aid supplies over here. Uh, it's got these little, um, Paper towel tablets, I call them toilet paper tablets. You put a little bit of water on them, and they turn into a paper towel. Uh, I've got some waterproof paper, a Fresnel lens in here. I think that's how you say it. Uh, so a lot of different things that I can put in this little case. Uh, so I think this is actually going to go in uh, that bag as well. I uh, just haven't decided yet. But kind of a, you know, 
it's kind of that type of kit, and this has also got the Titan paracord on it. It's that, that type of kit where you can put all that little crap that preppers love, the trinkets and gadgets and all that, uh, but it's all in one kit so you know where it is, and it's not, hey, which pocket is you know the, the extra matches or stuff like that in. Uh, something I may put in this little kit too is this spoon, spoon-fork combo thing. Uh, and this is another one I'm, I, I'm debating because, and I'll go through this next, the food aspect of it, I don't plan on, well, let me just go through this now. What I plan on doing is using, I, I've got this tack bar right now, which is sort of old, so what I'm going to do is get the SOS food bars. But I think instead of getting like Mountain House or something like that, I'm just going to get these food bars because I really don't, honestly, I, I want calories. That is my main thing. So if I have little bars that I can eat on the go, I don't have to worry about cooking. I don't have to worry about starting fire. Uh, I don't have to worry about boiling water, anything like that. I can just eat this stuff uh, and, and be on the go. That's kind of my thought process with getting this type of food. Uh, Titan said, check your, your local uh, DNR park ranger station. Those have topos that are really cheap too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like out here uh, where I live and where I would be going, I don't know that there's anything like that. Uh, I don't know that there's any reason for if you know where I'm living. Uh, it, I don't know that there's any reason for anything like that. Uh, but so if that is the case, then you can go to mytopo.com and get that. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, depending on where you're going, you may be able to do something like that. But anyway, with these food bars, I'm going to do this rather than packing. Even though Mountain House is pretty good, uh, I'm going to do this because these last a really long time. Uh, they are, it, it's basically, you know, like this is 2,500 calories. Uh, I've got a few of these that are actually too old. Maybe I'll have to open them up and, and try them on one of our shows, see, see if I end up throwing up. But I am going to get some SOS bars, and that's what I'm going to use for food in my bag. Now, uh, Miss Reading the River said, I like the, the Quaker bars, lemony, Quake, Quake Care. I'm not sure what that, I, I don't know what those are. Uh, but they have a few different kinds, Daytrex, SOS bars. So that's going to be my, it's, they're not the greatest thing in the world, but they're not horrible. You just better have water, even though they say not thirst provoking, <laughs> they are thirst provoking. So, and anyway, that's, that's my food option because like I said, it's, Food, you can go a while without food. So it's not absolutely 100% necessary that you have food in a three-day pack. But if you want to maintain your morale, maintain your energy, all of that stuff, you're going to need those calories on a daily basis. Um, so a couple other things. Uh, I, I wanted to get to the first aid kit. But this Leatherman, I'm not sure if this is going to make the cut. This is something I got from my stepfather a while back. And I know there's newer ones that are... Uh, more compact and all that stuff. But this one kind of holds a lot of sentimental value. Uh, so I, if, if I am going to carry this, it's, it's going to be this one. I don't know uh, at any, I, I can't think of any situation where I would need pliers in that type of situation uh, in a bug out or, or something like that. I mean, there's just so many different things. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe, maybe there is a situation like that. But this also has like an all- uh, it's got a file. It's got the screwdrivers. Again, I don't know why you would ever need a screwdriver in a situation like that. Uh, it's got the knife, which, yeah, you know, <laughs> I've got plenty of knife options and all that. So it is something that, that would be useful, but I could get an awl uh, and, you know, a file and something like that that would weigh a whole lot less than this. 
but this may fit in this may go in there but again it's that weight thing uh so i don't i don't know about that uh one thing i wanted to mention was with first aid kits i just found this first aid kit and this is one of those pre-made kits uh that uh i i, I what's in here is definitely not going to be uh in the in the bag but um, I just found this, and I wanted to talk about this because if I do, uh, I am going to put first aid stuff in there. But if I do use something like this, I do like the how you can uh, the functionality of this case itself. The stuff that's in it, eh, it, it, it'll be used for practice stuff, I suppose. But I do like the fact that um, it does have a lot of different pockets and different places that I can put um, things. So. This bag may get used, but all the junk in it is probably going to go. The other option that I thought about uh, and that I've, that I've used for the longest time is this waterproof pouch. Uh, I used to make these bug out bag first aid kits a while back, which are pretty cool. Uh, all the stuff that you would need for basic stuff that, that doesn't have anything to do with the trauma. Uh, all the stuff that you would need in this little waterproof pouch. I do like the waterproof aspect of it, uh, but... Um, I think this this offers a lot more flexibility. It lo offers a lot more room to put stuff in, and it's a little bit more organization. Where with this, you have to basically dump everything out to find uh, a piece of moleskin or a bandaid or something like that. So uh, I do like this kit. I just don't like the stuff in it. So that's the first aid stuff. This tactical pen, I think, is. Uh, um, I think is something that probably every single prepper, <laughs> this Uzi tactical pen, probably something that every single prepper has had or has. Uh, I don't know that this is going to go in the bag. Uh, like in this kit, I've got this pen right here. Uh, and Brian was, was mentioning the other day, why not just get a pencil? I think I'm probably just going to get a mechanical pencil uh, to put in there because it is a lot uh, finer uh, point you don't have to worry about rather than a pencil is going to get if I'm working on maps uh, you know plotting a course or something like that I need something that's that's a little bit more fine but this tactical pen honestly is probably just going to go in my truck uh, but I've, I've I've had it in my other bug out bag it's got the glass breaker up front and I guess that's the the whole tactical aspect of it uh, but this would be this would serve me better in my truck rather than in a bug out bag again pencils just fine those mechanical pencils uh, would work great uh, this headlamp uh, i've got a couple i didn't mention this with the light earlier but uh, headlamps are absolutely i think necessities when you're talking about bugging out and doing that stuff so uh, the ham radio again uh, you know just a, a it, almost a necessity i think this is definitely going in you want to be able to know what's going on around you, even if you're not transmitting. And in a bug out, bug in situation, it may be the case where you don't want to transmit. But it's always, uh, you know, good to have that option. These are we've talked about these a few times. You can get your license if you want. You don't necessarily need your license because in a any sort of SHTF type situation, uh, the FCC is not going to be coming after you. So uh, one thing I would mention, I think this is a Nagoya antenna. Uh, I would make sure and get that extended antenna because the one that comes with the the radio is junk, and without it, you're not going to get very far at all. So uh, just cool to have one of the ham radios. Learn how to use it. Learn about the different frequencies and all that. Uh, and it's the typical Baofeng UV, or UV uh, I forget what the hell it's called anymore, um, 
Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> it's the, the typical prepper baofeng, basically. Uh, and this is, I don't know, five, six years old, too. So uh, the last, well, a couple things. I've got a stainless steel uh, analgene, or it's not an analgene bottle. It's a clean canteen, but it's a stainless steel bottle. And what I wanted this for is if I do need to make a fire, say I do need to heat up some water, uh, which uh, also I, for, I just noticed that I don't have, well, actually I do have in this little kit right here, I have Aquamira tablets as well. But if I needed to heat up anything, if I needed to boil water, uh, I could do it in this canteen. It's single-walled, uh, it's, it's wide enough where it's, it's not going to... Uh, it's not going to be hard to pour anything in there if I need to. So uh, this is something that absolutely is going in with me. Uh, and that this kind of leads to the whole water thing. Uh, like I was talking about the Grail filter earlier, uh, as opposed to this Sawyer Mini right here. Um, I've also, I'm probably going to put this uh, hydration system in my bag as well. Uh, this is, I believe it's two liters. And it's I'm probably going to leave it empty. Uh, it was in my other bug out bag as well. It's, it's only had water in it once, and that was just for me to test it out. Uh, but it's probably going to remain empty uh, until I actually need need to use it. Now, I, I if by by leaving it empty, I am running that risk of if I need to take off real quick, uh, then it's going to be empty, and I'm going to have to figure out how to fill it. So uh, if I have water bottles and stuff like that in my car not going to be a big issue if if that is uh you know available at the time so uh but it is a way to store that extra water like i said with that platypus bag uh, that is a way to store a little bit of extra water too so um basically uh i don't really have anything else on the table i mean there's there's a few things that 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 i need to as i'm putting this together that I need to figure out uh, what I'm going to use, what I'm not going to use, some things. I've got a, a wish list on Amazon of, of a bunch of stuff that I want to buy uh, that uh, will we'll go in this kit. But we'll see. Maybe what I'll do here in the near future, that's weird, my hand moving right there. Maybe what I'll do here in the near future is put all this stuff in there, weigh it, see what it weighs, and I'll, I'll let Titan and Misery in the River know what it's at right now. And then once I get everything refined and everything put together, uh, we'll, I'll come up with the actual figure, and then I'll go out and I'll use it. Uh, we'll do, you know, make sure that it's not going to be, I want to use, use it. I don't just want to go walk around the block and say, oh, this is great. Uh, it's going to work great. Uh, so I want to use, use it and make sure it's, uh, you know, I'm going to be able to handle it. And if I can't, then I'm just going to continue to use it uh, and get to that point. Um, but like I said, I want this to be something that is one of those, it's like my everyday carry stuff. I can't, I can't go anywhere. I can't change clothes without putting my lighter and my, 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 uh, flashlight and my, uh, my knife. I can't remember what the name is, uh, a Kershaw, my Kershaw knife in my pocket that goes with me everywhere. I want this to be the same type of situation where if I'm leaving somewhere, I got to grab the bat, you know, it's kind of like grabbing the baby. And when you take off. So that's my whole goal with all of this stuff. Let me go through the comments uh, one more time. Hey, Stealth, hello from Canada. Oh, you've been in here for a while. <laughs> uh, just make sure the bladder fits when it's full. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen, um, I, or I want to uh, do that when I said all of this stuff. I'm definitely going to do that. Because with this pack, there, there's room. It, there's room to expand this pack. But I'm going the wrong direction here. Um, there's room to expand the pack, so it's just a matter of what else is in there. 
uh, that is going to make sure that this thing is actually going to be able to, or, or this uh, bladder is going to be able to, you know, carry water with it. So uh, it's all how I, that's what's so confusing about all of this stuff. It's all how I'm going to have to set this stuff up. I want stuff that I'm going to use a lot at the top, uh, easily accessible, the top or the sides. Uh, some of the stuff that I'm not going to use a lot, like maybe this poncho and stuff sitting at the bottom of the bag, uh, where are the pockets, where I can access some of the stuff. So I just got to kind of jinga everything together and figure out where it all goes. So, uh, but with that, unless there's any more comments or, or questions or anything, I think I'm done tonight. That was a whole hour of me just going through crap, but, uh, it's kind of fun. I mean, at preppers, we, we love doing this stuff. Uh, again, I'll be updating this this stuff in the future. I'm going to be putting a little bit. I'm going to put some different things. I'm going to get a, a chest compression seal, maybe a nasal pharyngeal airway stuff in this uh, trauma kit. A couple new cats that I'm going to put in there. Uh, so it's going to change, and I'm going to update some stuff. But uh, that's kind of my my thought process right here uh, going forward. We'll see how this stuff changes. We'll see what what gets put in there and all that stuff. But uh, uh, with that. Uh, I think I am, uh, I've talked plenty tonight. <laughs> so everybody that joined tonight, I appreciate y'all watching. Uh, and I am going to get out of here. Uh, we are doing the survival prepper shows on Wednesdays and Sundays over at the, the survival preppers YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed over there, uh, make sure and, and head over there and subscribe. We do get, get a little bit raw over there. So just fair warning. Uh, to anyone that, <laughs> you know, uh, just just fair warning. That's all I got to say. Uh, but it's a great show. Uh, over here, I am going to be doing some live streams. I mentioned this before. Lisa's going to come on. I'm trying to get Lisa on maybe next week, the week after. Uh, but I am going to try to do those on Thursdays. No guarantees yet. But if I do live streams, it's going to be on Thursdays. I just don't know if it's going to be every Thursday yet. So uh, with that, I appreciate you all joining in tonight. Uh, if you could, like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Make sure and head over to the Survival Preppers YouTube channel as well. Uh, make sure and share. Uh, Mr. Ring the River, great video, Dale. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, I'm serious. You want you ever want to come on and, you know, do some show and tell? I'll be more than happy to have you on MTR. So, uh, anyway, thanks, Dorian, Mr. Ring the River, Stealth Survivals, Titan, uh, Eric, uh, all you guys. Uh, thanks uh, for joining, and, and we will talk to you all later. Bye.